St. Francis says that humility and compassion are only possible when we realize, each of us, I, too, am capable of any act. And then humility and compassion arise. And then we are able to purify our hearts and our consciousness. And then we are able to fill ourselves with that divine love, with that pure, clear, sweet awakeness and awareness. From Baltimore, Maryland, this is the Awake Yoga Meditation Podcast. Each week, we share a part of a teaching from Swami Nityananda, recorded live at an Awake Yoga Meditation event. To attend a live meditation or to join our free e-yogi community, please visit awakeyogameditation.org. So to help us approach our true nature, here is a wonderful story from the yogic tradition. And this is a story about Krishna. Krishna represents beauty and perfection. Krishna represents the energy that attracts the whole universe. And so that's the energy of pure light. It's the energy of pure love. It's the energy of pure wisdom, clarity that melts away the illusion of separateness that allows us to see everything that we look upon is simply a reflection that is giving us information about where our own consciousness and energy are. So in this story about Krishna, Krishna defeats a venomous, poisonous snake. And the snake is named Kaliya. If you've heard the story before, I invite you to hear as if you are hearing for the first time. And I invite you to hear, keeping in mind a teaching from St. Francis. St. Francis says that humility and compassion are only possible when we realize, each of us, I too, am capable of any act. And so by extension, what St. Francis is saying is judgment is not possible. The moment that we realize anything that I look upon, any behavior that I look upon, I'm not separate from that. I too am capable of that. And then humility and compassion arise. And then we are able to purify our hearts and our consciousness. And then we are able to fill ourselves with that divine love, with that pure, clear, sweet awakeness and awareness that allows each of us simply and naturally in our daily lives to be the mother of Christ and to be the Buddha nature, the awakeness, the aliveness that each of us is in truth and in reality 
forever. So another way to say this is, Krishna is within each one of us in this story. And also, Kaliya is within each one of us in this story. So in this story, Kaliya is this gigantic, terrifying, venomous snake who comes to live in a river. There's a little beautiful, pure lake in the midst of this river. And Kaliya is so angry and so bitter and so venomous that venom spews forth from Kaliya in the rivers, the waters become polluted, the fish die. On the banks of the rivers, the grasses die, the trees die. There's only one tree that's left. That's how venomous and how poisonous Kaliya is. And so word reaches Krishna and Krishna goes to meet Kaliya. Krishna calmly walks into the river. You know what snakes do. Kaliya coils around Krishna. And at first, it looks as if Krishna has been immobilized by Kaliya. At first, it looks as if the beautiful and perfect energy has been bound, has been confined or contained or constrained by Kaliya. And so the people on the banks of the river who are watching this drama start gasping. They start crying. They start wailing. According to the stories, even the cows start mourning because everyone loves the beautiful and perfect energy that is embodied as Krishna. But that's only temporary. What happens next is that Krishna expands beyond the ability of the coils of the snake to contain him. And this is an invitation for all of us. Anytime that we seem to be bound, anytime that we seemed to be meeting anger or fear or venomousness, anytime we seem to be constrained or bound or confined by that, simply expand. It's always, only, ever an invitation to expand in love. And so expansion is the first step that Krishna takes in meeting Kaliya. The second step that Krishna takes in meeting Kaliya, again, is extremely helpful for all of us to remember. Rise above the seeming problem. Expand and rise above what seems like it would confine you, constrain you, contain you, immobilize you, challenge you. Expand and rise above. And Krishna does exactly that. So he rises above the snake and he ends up dancing on the head of the snake. And so this again is an invitation, a reminder to not take ourselves too seriously to be absolutely sincere and pure of heart, but to bring a playful, spiritual, dynamic, joyful quality into the urgency that we feel in responding to everything that we observe in ourselves, in our lives, in our world. 
please remember the joy. The joy is the energy that is irresistible. The joy is what allows Krishna to dance. Some of the accounts say that this snake has 101 heads. Some of the accounts say that this is a thousand-headed snake. Krishna dances on all of them, and it's joy that allows him to do so. And so every single one of us is invited to expand in love and awareness, to rise above the limitations, and to bring joy, to dance as we move forward into recognizing we need not be afraid of Kaliya. And so what happens next? This is going to humanize Kaliya and help us all feel within each of us, potentially, as St. Francis is guiding all of us to realize, within each of us potentially is Kaliya as well as Krishna. So what happens next is Krishna keeps dancing with love, with joy, with delight on the 101 heads of the snake or on the thousand heads of the snake. And the snake becomes overwhelmed by that dance of joy. The dance of joy and the dance of love is stronger than the venom. It defeats the venom. It brings the snake to its knees, if snakes have knees. And so the snake ends up speechless. And the wives of the snake come and plead with Krishna on behalf of their husband. And they say, you've defeated him, please, in your mercy, in your grace, spare his life. Please let him live. And inwardly, too, the snake has given himself to the divine. The snake has said, I surrender to the divine. I let go of my separateness. I let go of my anger. I let go of my venomousness. I give myself to the divine. And one of the things that the snake says, and this is when I came across this passage this week, it just went to my heart with a pang because this is the voice of all of us. The serpent Kaliya said, our very birth as a snake has made us envious, ignorant, and constantly angry. Oh my Lord, it is so difficult for people to give up their conditioned nature by which they identify with that which is unreal. And so the snake is speaking on behalf of all of us who have ever felt the illusion of separateness. And so here's where the story becomes so intriguing. What we learn is that the reason the snake has been so venomous is he's afraid. He's afraid and he feels not at home. He feels not safe. And that is what has been making him lash out. That is what has been making him feel at odds with the entire world. And so that is within each of us. That is the illusion of separateness, the illusion of sadness, the illusion of pain and the illusion of fear, the illusion that we have been displaced from our home, from where it is safe. And so Krishna blesses Kaliya and says, 
because I danced upon your head, you now carry a mark of protection. It is safe for you to go back to your home. It is safe for you to be peaceful. It is safe for you to be non-venomous. And every one of us, this is a dialogue we are having within ourselves. Every one of us, we're turning to ourselves and we're saying, I am safe. I belong in this world. There is room for me in this world. I matter. I am valued. I am loved equally along with everyone else on the planet. And that in me, which feels envious, that in me which feels sad, that in me which feels fear, I can calm that, I can heal that from deep within. And what happens, this is not in the text, this is beyond the text, what happens when that serpent energy gives itself to the divine, and truly lets go of the illusion of separateness, then the serpent energy activates and it rises up the spine and it connects us with the divine. It connects us with all that is highest, all that is best, all that is beautiful, all that is blessed within ourselves and with everyone else. This has been a production of Awake Yoga Meditation in Baltimore, Maryland. If this teaching has resonated with you, please consider making a financial contribution of any amount. Awake Yoga Meditation is a vibrant spiritual community oriented around yoga philosophy and awakening to our true divine nature. Our mission is to empower you in meditation, yoga philosophy, joyful service, and freedom in your life and world. We offer weekly meditations for adults and children, spiritual discussion, and meditation instruction. All are welcome. This podcast is produced by Racha and Dhruv. For more podcasts, articles, and upcoming events, or to schedule a private, personal, spiritual conference with Swami Nityananda, please visit awakeyogameditation.org. May absolute peace pervade the whole universe.